It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Hello out there. Welcome to The Undercurrent. I'm Tara Sloan. I hope everybody is doing well. I hope everybody enjoyed the Stanley Cup final. Congratulations to the Vegas Golden Knights. And listen, I know not everybody in the Bay Area is a fan of that team, but you have to admit, what they pulled off was very impressive. And I also hope everybody's doing okay without hockey because I always feel like there's this big void at the end of the season and I don't quite know what to do with my evenings. So we're here to fill that void at least for the next couple of weeks as promised. We are rounding out the season by introducing you to some of the folks within the Sharks organization who we think you should get to know. This week, goaltender Magnus Krona. He signed a two-year entry-level contract with the Sharks back in April. He is coming off an impressive four-year college career with the University of Denver. Among other things, he led DU to an NCAA championship in 2022. No easy feat. And among his many accolades along the way, he was the 2023 National Collegiate Hockey Conference Goaltender of the Year. So some pretty big feathers in his cap. The future is bright for this kid. Really looking forward to seeing what he has to offer when he lands here in the Bay Area. I spoke to Magnus from his dorm room. Check it out. Magnus, welcome. Thank you for joining me. And I guess I'm surprised that you're uh, not partying because you have a lot to celebrate. You told me you just graduated this Saturday. Yeah, I did. Uh, we, had, we had fun the night of, and it's nice that uh, all the families are out here. So we get to see them and, and spend time with them and kind of show them around around Denver. And then, and then yeah. Are you a, you're a comms major? What's, what's your degree in? Yeah, communication and marketing. Okay, so because I, I know that that academics are really important to you, yeah. um, so why communications and marketing? I'm curious what uh, what you think maybe in this can add to, you know, even your job right now and your job, your work life in the future. Uh, I mean, communication obviously, like <laughs> you kind of learn it early on that. I mean, I like to talk a lot or not a lot, but I would say to be active and, and communicate with others. And then I've I've also been been learning a lot from communicating overseas with my family and friends. And I don't know, I just think it's very important, especially in the business world, but also also from a family aspect and friends aspect. And I think I I gained a lot from four years of that education, but also from from the business side of it with with the marketing side of it too. Um do you have your sites? I mean, obviously, you know, NHL is gold number one. Um, but do you have your sights set on something post career? No, not really. I just I just knew that uh I wanted to do all my four years here and and I think it was good to to get the, the degree from here and and to kind of be not probably done with school, but to, to kind of have that in my back mm -hmm. pocket. Uh it's 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 like a safety for me, and that's kind of what my parents told me before I before I went to college that I, I should finish it and 
and then uh, how nice it would be to to not kind of work towards it when playing playing pro because that could could take years yeah that could take a long time but i mean you know you you obviously put a lot of focus into hockey clearly but you you're a four-time academic all-conference honoree so that means you know you're an impressive and elite kind of student athlete um how are you able to to find the time to excel in both disciplines uh i mean when i came in four years ago it was hard i mean it was a lot to manage from early, early class for four hours and then go to practice and then do class again. Uh, I mean, it was hard in the beginning, but you learn a lot, uh, especially with your own responsibilities and time management. Uh, and then just being on the schedule at all times and being prepared for, for when weekend comes around, we, we play, we usually play Friday, Saturday. So I usually try to get all my stuff done on, on Wednesday. So I can just simply focus on, on the hockey stuff. So you're at school right now, I guess, wrapping things up. Um, where are you going to spend your summer? Um, so I'm going out to California for dev camp. So I leave here in, in July, uh, and then I go back home after them. Uh, and then I haven't decided yet if I, if I want to come here cause, uh, Denver alumni is with all the pros. We have a, a pro camp here. Uh, so I might attend that or I'm just going to skate at home and work out, uh, at home and then come back in September. Obviously development camp will be really informative in terms of, you know, telling you where you're, you're kind of at in, in you know, yeah. at this level, um, and what you kind of need to work towards. Um, is there anything specific that you feel like you really need to, to work on this summer? Uh, I mean, I, I think for me, I think East, uh, it's coming off the rush. I think playing the, it's a little faster. I mean, obviously college is very fast. I mean, it's basically pro, but amateurs, um, but just up a notch a level on, on every single thing. But mostly coming off the rush, I would say east-west passes that that kind of moves along more forward. The shooters are more smarter. So to kind of get a lot of good reps on that, uh, and I think that will prepare me for for a lot of great things. It's going to be exciting. Really exciting. Um, let's let's start from the beginning because I'm sure a lot of Sharks fans are just learning your name, although if they follow college hockey, they certainly know it already. Um, so where in Sweden did you grow up? I grew up in Stockholm. So, of it. so big, are you a city kid? Do you, do you consider yourself a city boy? No, I wouldn't say so <laughs> since we're basically 15, 20 minutes outside from downtown. Uh, so I wouldn't consider myself a city boy, honestly. And, um, t just tell me about your, your kind of upbringing and, and your family life. Uh, I mean, yeah, I've been growing up with my family since my whole life. Uh, mom, <laughs> dad, my little sister, uh, played hockey, uh, right where we grew up. Uh, I kind of stepped on the ice when I was probably six years old with my dad. And then I played as a player until, so back when we play half court or half court, half ice. Mm -hmm. And then right when we switched to full ice, I played, I think it was one tournament as a defenseman. And I just said, this is not me. And then I started playing goalie from there. I think it was pretty late that I switched, but and then I played in Stockholm, and then I played a little south of Stockholm, close where uh, where Eklund grew up. Uh, and, and then my last year of junior, before I came to college, I played really up north in Sweden, really cold. Um, and yeah, and then it took me to uh, to Denver to play here for for the full four years. So who got you on the ice? You said you started playing with your dad. I know your parents, yeah. Annika and Bjorn, and your sisters, Louise. Yeah. Um, so did your dad play? No, he didn't play at all. He just like 
enjoyed watching it and, and skating it by himself. So he just brought me out on on a public skate to to kind of see how how I would react to it. And ever since, I kind of kind of loved it. And when you made the switch to to goaltending, um, did anybody try to talk you out of it? Um, no, not really. I mean, I think my dad basically told me that play whatever you feel the most comfortable in and and D-man wasn't wasn't my cup of tea, if you can say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so goalie it was. And then after that, I I just started loving it more and more. And then that's kind of how I, I how I fell into it. I want to know what you love about it, because, you know, from the outside and, and you know, you hear all these things about goalies that are eccentric and can be quirky and but it's a you know it's a very high pressure position um you know you get a a lot of love but you can get a lot of blame at times too so it can be very isolating so what what about playing that position did you gravitate towards i don't know i i feel like the pressure i'm not really into the like the spotlight that you're in the spotlight all the time but I, i i feel like i'm more i like it when when you're under pressure that you need to make the saves that you need to make and that you basically have a chance to to win your team a game if it could be one save or a couple of saves or that you have a really big effect on on the outcome of the team. Who were your heroes growing up? Uh, when I grew up, I really liked watching uh, Crawford and Kerry Price. Obviously, Lundqvist was one of them too. Um, Lundqvist being from Sweden as well. And I think that's kind of probably what brought me into being a goalie. And then I kind of expressed my, or not expressed, but kind of further out my, my perspective on the goalies and what goalies there are in the NHL at the time. What about your, your style? Is there anybody that, you know, you could say, okay, I play similarly to so-and-so. I mean, you're, first of all, you're, you're very tall. So do are there any, any goalies who kind of have the similar body type to you? No, I mean, I don't know, honestly, but when I grew up and it's like 14, 15, I, I've always wanted to be like Carey Price. I think he was very, very mobile, mm-hmm. moved really well for, for a big body guy, uh, especially being that big and just being able to do what he did. Uh, it was something that I looked up to a lot and and I wouldn't really say that I kind of shaped my play style for him, but it was it was kind of, I, I watched a lot of him. So it's basically it. Uh, and I'm assuming your childhood dream was the NHL. From what what point did you identify that as as what you wanted to do? Um, probably 14. Okay, so that's 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 pretty late, actually. Yeah, I mean it's it's a time where you you can dream of it, but when you can be like, I can actually work towards it, and mm-hmm. what I do has a factor in what I see will happen in the future, and if I'm gonna put in the work to get to that place, then. You have to be serious at kind of that point, I think. Because mm. I think before that, if you're not having fun, I just don't feel like there's a purpose of it. If that makes sense. And you know what? There's no elite athlete who I think would say otherwise. But, uh, you know, I mean, I think I don't know what it's like in Sweden. I know what it's like in Canada. And, you know, people are sending their kids to camps and spring hockey and summer hockey and everything hockey 24 7 365 days a year starting from when they're six years old but i've never met you know a super high level player who says that kids shouldn't also have fun or play multiple sports did you play other sports growing up too yeah i did i played soccer until i was probably 15 14 15 so and then i went before high school uh, I went to like a soccer school that we had soccer practices in the morning three, th- three times a week. 
Uh, and I think that kind of made me realize that hockey is the thing that I want to pursue and that kind of what brings the most joy to me. Mm -hmm. Do you think soccer enhanced your skill set though? Uh, I think it just brought the more positivity to hockey and sports in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I loved sports when I grew up and just loved being active and having fun. Like I, I remember just having fun with all all the classmates because we were in class together and we were at soccer practice and then some of, some of us played hockey as well and then we were on the same team. So it was just always being being around friends and, and having a great time while playing different sports together. Is that how you felt about your your team in, in Denver? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we every single year of mine, especially, I mean, when we won last year, it was it has been a time. It's it's more so not friends. It's more so of a, of a close family since we're classes together. It's the same type. We live together, classes together, we practice together. So we're basically with each other all hours of the day, each week and almost year out. Um, so everyone becomes really tight and it's it's very special to to have that relationship with all the guys. How did you know that this school was the best fit for you? Uh, I would just say because of their previous success, I mean, both academic and, and hockey, uh, just being able to to kind of have both of both of the best worlds into one. Uh, and then Denver also had a previous Swedish goalie in that uh, the year before that I came in. So I had the chance to talk to him mm. a little bit and, and how it was over here. And, and then to me, it was it was a no brain, uh, no brainer decision to make. So anybody in your cohort would have gone through the same thing. Um, we've all gone through it. You went through COVID. How long um, were you guys derailed by that as a team? Uh, not not that long, honestly. I mean, we, I remember I got sent home around in March 2020, and then we got back in, in August to pursue school, and we still did everything school, but it was all online. And then we were able to play in a bubble that, our uh, conference made up that we played 20 games or 10 or 15 mm -hmm. a certain amount of days at one specific location with all, all the teams at once. Uh, so it was an experience for sure, but it was, it was different. Uh, and I think it was, and it didn't went, it didn't go great for our team. And I think that kind of what uh, fueled the fire for, for the next year that that came to happen. Hmm. I, oh, by the way, I read that your nickname is snooze. Is that true? Yeah, that is true. Okay, well, so I'm just going to take a wild guess and say that you're a napper. No, it's no? not just Mag Magnus, and then it's Magnus. Most Americans have a problem saying it, and it's sometimes that Starbucks or whatever it is, it could be easier to say. So it's easier to kind of get the name instead of misspelling it or whatever it could be. Really, that's it. It has nothing yeah. to do with sleeping. No, nothing at all. So <laughs> most people think though. Okay, so so take me a little bit more through your journey. So um, the second season, you know, you guys don't make the playoffs. And then all of a sudden, your third year, everything clicked for you. And you didn't just make the playoffs, you win the whole thing. How hard is it to win a national, an NCAA cha championship? Uh, I mean, it, it's hard. Uh, everything is based off of rankings. So it's basically if you, you can't have a fluke one weekend, and that can drastically change your rankings and where your seed you're going to be and who you're going to play. Um, but I mean, our conference uh, every four years that we've, that I've been here um, has what I think been the best conference in college hockey. And I think it kind of shaped what our team was going to be. And then right before uh, the year that we won it, we, we knew that we would have to have a good season and that we would have to come together 
Uh, and I think it's a saying that in a, within our conference that iron sharpens iron. Uh, and it's mostly because the top 10 teams in the country is in our conference and that we play each other week in and week out. And that pre prepares us for, for the end goal. And, and we've also got to play one of our conference members in for the trip to go to the frozen four. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was a great run. Uh, just looking back at it, it was, it was a lot of fun and just the best out of one is just one game. And then if you win, you're, you, you go to the frozen four, if you lose, you're, you're out. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, but we knew it all year that we're a tight group and we always uh, stick with each other and then have trust with each other. So. So if you could encapsulate your whole college hockey career, how would you, how would you frame it? Uh, a lot of fun, uh, friends forever, uh, great experiences, both on and off the ice. Uh, I think I'll remember probably every single memory that I have from here. And, and uh, I never take anything for granted after this place. Hockey players don't typically like the personal accolades. So if I said, you know, what's, what's your greatest award or accolade, I'm sure you would say the championship because I'm sure it is anyway, but yeah. you've got all kinds of records and, you know, you ended your career uh, being the conference goaltender of the year. So for you, what is the greatest personal achievement? You can't say championship. Um, I would either say that I made the Dean's list four times or the goaltender of the year award, I would say. Both pretty awesome things. Okay. So all of a sudden you're, you're now you're graduated from school. You've signed, a, an entry-level deal for two years with the sharks and the future's looking pretty good. How do you feel? Uh, I feel great. Uh, I mean, just having the conversations with, with the sharks from, since I got traded to to the Sharks, it's it's been great. Uh, I mean, the collaboration with with Nabby too, uh, just throughout the past two years, has been great. Uh, I think he's been preparing me a lot for for pro hockey and and what I could expect and what I need to work on uh, before getting there. So I'm I'm I feel really excited to to be in California and join the organization. Obviously, everybody knows where the Sharks are at, and it's a you know, it's going to be a crucial three years to get this team really back up and, and running to, to what they're used to doing. What do you think you can add to this organization? Uh, I mean, that's a future <laughs> question, but, uh, well, you know what you have, you know, yeah, what you possess. hopefully solid play. I mean, I, I think I take a lot of pride in, in being solid and kind of being the backbone. Uh, I, I like that. I, I mean, from the past six, four years experience here and I take pride in being that and, and kind of play it to the best of my ability and, and help the team get get the wins and whether that could be in the AHL or NHL or who knows, but uh, just taking pride and, and kind of want to win games. Who, Which guy are you in the locker room? Are you the outspoken guy? Are you the funny guy? Are you the class clown? Are you the standoffish? Like, which role do you uh, fulfill? Uh, I wouldn't say either of them. Uh, it dep could depend on the day of, but uh, I just like being engaged, but not too engaged. Just be like being there. Uh, don't really, really like taking a clown position or anything like that, but just being active in the locker room, just kind of creating a, a good team environment. Uh, and that's kind of what I, what I like to contribute with. Hmm. So what do you know about the Bay area so far? How much time have you spent down here? 
Uh, only that one summer, and then I've been in San Francisco and Santa Cruz, and then I, I was actually in Santa Barbara over this past Christmas, uh, with my girlfriend's family. Uh, so a little used to the California or the West Coast of it, uh, and I'm really excited to to get there. Think you could get used to uh, some extra sunshine? Uh, yeah, probably. After being in both home, where it's a lot of winter, and then being in Denver, which is the uh, the snowy state. Uh, I mean, I could use some sunshine, but there's uh probably will be a little different being having a Christmas without snow, but. But you'll take it. And yeah, no matter I'll... what there's, as long as there's ice, I think, I think you'll feel at home. Magnus, we're all really looking forward to seeing what, what you bring. And, um, you know, you come with an incredible list of, of accolades and accomplishments. So thanks for taking the time with me today. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, what an incredible career Magnus has had. And that's just the end of one chapter leading into the next, which looks really, really exciting for him. So very excited to see what Magnus uh, is able to accomplish here in the Bay Area. And Magnus, thank you for taking the time to join us. And thank you out there for listening. So listen, one more episode next week. Uh, Sharks defenseman and former Harvard captain Henry Thrun will join me. And then we're going to take a break for the summer. So I will talk to you next week. In the meantime, keep your fins above water and I'll chat soon. 